Well, it's good to be back in the house. So, and I have a lot that's in my heart. And uh, somebody say, uh, money's nice. Look up here at me. It's the love of money. It's, come on, okay, I'm gonna, no, I know they're giving out books, okay, okay. Hey, guys, it's the love of money that, that's the root of all evil. But money's nice. Hey, am I going to have to strip off a poverty spirit? Listen, this is a part of my message. It's the love of money. It's not money. This, this has taken me a long time to get over this. You don't, some of you, you don't know where I came from. So I'll take a moment to explain why I need to do this. My daddy was kicked out of the house when he was 12 years old and got a sixth grade education and was homeless. See, you, some of you think I came from Easy Street, and I didn't. I'm the first gall to get a college education. Okay? I'm rewriting history for my family. I don't come from a generational tree of a bunch of preachers. Uh-uh. Not on the gall side, that's for sure. Good-looking, blue-eyed men who were like, whoa. Mm, I won't say what else about that part. Now, I still got the good-looking blue eyes. Okay, moving on. Now, on my mama's side, her one older brother was a Methodist minister for over 60 years. So there was righteousness and holiness. But on the other side, they'd rather knock you out than, you know, they're they're, they're street-to-street boys. Now, we all come from somewhere, and we're all on a journey. And we have the gift of free will that gets to start at any point in time a new narrative. And this is true for an individual. It is true for a family. It is true for a generation. It is true for a ministry. It is true for a church. It is true for a denomination. It is true for a city. It is true for a region. It is true for a nation. That we are given the power of choice. Where we can change the narrative. I made a determination that I was going to build on a righteous heritage from out of one side of my house and yet at the same time rewrite the narrative on another side of my house. And yet at the same time have to build an entire new narrative when it came to dealing, coming out of a poverty spirit. 
because that was almost like being righteous. And a culture that is an amazing culture that I also came from in Kansas City virtually valued poverty in the prayer culture. And I moved here from out of that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful sacrificial culture. And it took me quite a while to get unzipped from some of those dimensions of excess. No. And I love my heritage. Do you hear me? I believe in a culture of honor. So I ain't throwing stones at no individual person. And yet at the same time, look at this. And the, the, I could not, uh, my friend Bill Greenman right here, uh, how long have we known each other, Bill? 31 years. He's vice president of my board. And he knows I would not have done something like this in the past. And just in case you're listening to this, I'm holding up money. A bunch of it. That means I have a bunch of money with me to be able to hold it. Oh, what? Okay. That's a new narrative. So I'm holding up. A, and you say, what are you doing? Are you one of those, those guys? Oh, forget that. I'm doing a prophetic act. I'm holding up a $50 bill because a 50 is a prophetic act of a jubilee. And we need a jubilee in this nation. I need a jubilee in my life. And we need a jubilee. You need a jubilee in your life. It might be in one area and someone else in something else. Where it is family debts canceled. Where it is generational sin, iniquity patterns are broken. And there might be some that's going to get a double. Because it's not money that's evil. It's the root. It is the love of money that is evil. It's not music that's evil. It's not that gifts are evil. It is the wrong motivation of the pursuit of them, of hubris, of excessive pride that pushes you and drives you, that gets pursuit of influence and pursuit of a name and fame ahead of the one name. So I'm just holding up some jack. Because I can. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> I might come back to it. Okay. Father, thank <laughs> I might. I got a wet an appetizer. Okay. Father, thank you for this time at the Worship City Alliance. I thank you for the faithfulness of leaders who long to get together to be with you, who have a value that the new wine is found in the cluster. And so I thank you for such a time as this in Jesus' name.
great name, amen. I want to bring you an exhortation, a few thoughts and meditation on, I believe, a prophetic declaration concerning the destiny and part of this great city in which we live. A city of light. A calling that is upon this city. And, I could say, whatever region or city that you live in, God has obviously a specific call, purpose, destiny, a banner, a statement, a declaration for your region, your city, and your nation. I rarely do this concerning Nashville, but I rarely also ever ask for the opportunity, I almost never do, to speak somewhere. And I volunteered to speak today. Because I have a word in me. I want to make an announcement over this city and its destiny. I want to reinforce a word over this region. That this region, that this city is to be, already is, and is going to be increasing in its prophetic and apostolic destiny as a city of light in the world. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there are regions that the scepter of the Lord gets lowered to in specific periods of time. And they get put on the map of God where favor, it seems, that favor falls upon them, that a supernatural magnetic attraction is put upon that region and that city for distinct purposes and I declare that Nashville area that Nashville Tennessee is declared as a city of light in Jesus name and the people will come here for music 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 but they will be touched by love 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 They will come here from around the world for entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. But they will be impacted by compassion, compassion, compassion. They will come here to see sights and dance in the streets. But they will be impacted by Presence, presence, presence. I will turn the church in this region from being a consumer church into being a caring outreach church. I have a destiny that is upon the body of Christ in this region. And I want to turn you from an innie into an outie. I want to raise you up to be an example of where church is not within the four walls. I want to, I am looking for cities. I am looking for regions that will understand and model. The church is everywhere. 
that church is everywhere. That church is everywhere you are because don't you know that we're two and three are gathered together in my name. I say there's church. I say there I am. And if I am there, there is church. Yes, I call you together. Yes, I call you into congregation. I call you into celebration. But I call you in this hour into expressions of church. In expressions of what you have known as cell. I call you into expressions that you're not used to. You think you know, but you don't know the way yet. you are about to discover another pattern that is the cell but is the cell not limited to congregation and celebration it will be the cell every in every seven cultural mountains I the Lord have a vision And at the turn of this decade of the mouth, I want my word spoken in all seven cultural mountains. In Jesus' name, amen. So I believe that the Lord has put within all of us a word. But the Lord has dropped in me to make this declaration that Nashville is a city of light. Obviously, in Matthew chapter 5, in verse 14 to 16, you know this passage extraordinarily well. I know that there are many pastors, apostles, teachers, intercessors that is in the room today. But let me... Turn to this for just a moment. A city of light. A biblical context. I said a city of light. This does not just say a person of light. Now, it is a person of light. But Jesus says a city of light. I don't think we get that. Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of a world, a city. You are the light of the world, a city. Now, of course, what does Jesus mean when he's using the word city? Of course, that is an assembly that has government in it. You are the light of the world, a city. Look at this, set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. Hiding. A hiding culture. Hiding in shame. Hiding in fear. 
You can't meet, you can't worship. No. We are essential. You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do you light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. On a lampstand. Well, I think there's a lot in the book of Revelations about lampstands. And they can be set up and Jesus can take them away. Put on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your, what? Your good works. Faith that is demonstrated by action. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world, a city. I declare that Nashville and greater Nashville, so when I'm using Nashville, I'm using the whole surrounding region. I declare that Nashville, Tennessee is called to be a city of light. And I declare that Matthew 5.14 is a prophetic word for this city in the name of Jesus. And we call it forth. And we say we are a people of light. And together we are a city of light. And we are an industry. And we have government in the name of Jesus. And we are being, we have a lampstand in the name of Jesus. And we are not hiding. We gather together, but we are going to go out into even more than we ever have before to walk out the kingdom of God in everyday manners in all seven cultural spheres of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Nashville and its architecture. I don't know the exact year. I tried to look it up. I didn't find it, though. There is... Nashville, like many cities, is a city of bridges, which I think is marvelous. And so we have this one particular um, bridge in town. Don, I'm sure you can pronounce the name. I can't. It's Stein something another that has its odd name. You know, it's very long. And then they renamed it a few years ago. And it's basically a bridge of light, Right? And they've changed it into, it's a pedestrian bridge. And it's lit up. It's a, it's a bridge of light, right? So I did some research, you know, on that. How many cities really have a bridge of light? I didn't, I don't know. I didn't do the count. I don't know. But Nashville does. And it's now becoming one of the premier features of this city is that there is a bridge of light that crosses a river from a stadium to a stadium. Ah, that might be a prophetic statement. And so we just declare there's bridges that are being built in the Spirit, and they are bridges of light to carry cargo in Jesus' name. I had a dream not long ago. This dream, again, probably could be true about most cities I do not know. But it is true about Nashville. 
It was a very peculiar dream. It came to me two years ago. Often in my dreams, there might just be a symbol, but I hear a lot of conversation. And in this dream, I'm having a conversation. God's having a conversation with me. And he says, You know, there are more unchurched believers in Nashville than there are in any churched city in the nation. So I guess that word can't be true about any other city because he said there are more Believers, he's actually said believers. There are more unchurched. So again, see, it's just understanding terminologies. There are more unchurched, meaning that they are no longer attending a particular congregation, okay, on a regular basis. He said this to me. You know, it was just conversation. It was just, Papa was just chatting with me one morning. He was just sharing his heart. And he said, you know, there are more unchurched believing people in Nashville than there are in any churched city in this nation. And then he said this to me. He said, what are you going to do about it? That's been gnawing at me. I haven't given him an answer yet. And that was two years ago. We've been, work, we've, been, we, we've been working on an answer. This would be one of the reasons why I'm involved with and behind Ed Silvosa's particular movement of ecclesia everywhere, of the understanding that celebrating congregations and celebrations I am not an anti-local church person. I think you guys know that. But it is also celebrating two and three. And then where two and three are gathered together, that is ecclesia, according to the scripture. So I have, um, I'm one of the advisors with Ed Silvosa for ecclesia everywhere. And I'm just, it's an expression. And I had this, experience that I wrote about and some of you have heard where I saw three men uh, on the west coast and they were Ed Savosa was in the middle, Bill Johnson on one side and Cheon on the other and I have a friendship and an alliance of all three of those particular men and they were sitting on a platform and a, a wind came down on them in this open vision And it blew on them so strong, they were sitting in chairs, that then they were forced out of their chairs. And they, it was what's called a microburst, which comes straight down and then goes with fierceness, goes straight out. So it's vertical and then horizontal. There's no twirling motion to it. 
So I saw the wind, like a Pentecost, come straight down on apostolic agreement. Straight down on three. And then the wind was so fierce as they were in agreement, it blew them out of their chairs, and, and their chairs got blown away, and now they are holding on to each other in the fierceness of the wind, and they had to take a stand together. They had to take a stand, and they're holding on, and it's covenant, it's covenant relationship. And they were standing in the wind, and then the wind changes directions, and then it goes through them. It comes on them, and then it goes out of them or through them. And I hear a word, and it says, the micro-burst is going to birth the micro-church. And so I'm putting this together where the Holy Spirit said to me, you know, there are more unchurched believing people in Nashville than there are in any churched city in this nation. And what are you going to do about it? Ha! Huh. I want to see mega church. I want to see quality 100 member congregations. I want to see every form of wholeness that there is. But I tell you, I want to see an explosion of microchurch in many different shapes and forms in Jesus' name. In this last year of 2020, it's been a hell of a ride, hasn't it? So I'm going to do a little rehearsing. It was in of some words that encounters I had this last year. It was in Passover. I was in my hot tub late at night, 11.59. I actually was, I was worshiping the Lord. It was a gray, cloudy night, and I was just singing. I was worshiping him. And the clouds parted. I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me to look up. And I'm just worshiping God. And the clouds literally parted. And uh, you didn't know it, but there was actually a full moon. And it was called a rose moon that night. And the clouds parted only in a circle. And you could see this full glowing moon through a circular circle that was created as I was worshiping. And the voice of the Lord came to me and he said, this was in April, and he said, I have been waiting for such a long time for my people to slow down long enough in order that they could hear what it is that I have to speak. For I have much that I want to share in these hours, I have much that I want to speak about the new ways for the new era. I have much that I want to say about the new wine skin for the new wine. 
I have much that I want to say about seed time and harvest. And about those who have sowed in tears will especially be among those who will reap with great joy. A pauses. This is a divine moment. His presence is lingering all over me at midnight in a hot tub. And he comes and he says to me, to me personally, but not only to me, because it was for me, but it's a corporate word. And he says, would you be like Moses and turn aside? My mind reeled quickly to the Exodus scene. How Moses could have treated the supernatural with overfamiliarity and go, nice burning bush, and walk, walk on by. And he didn't, but he stopped, and he turned. And when he turned, there was a voice that came from the bush. And so with that understanding, the Lord speaks to me, and he says, will you be like Moses? And will you turn aside? God knows how to talk your language. And he's the best fisherman there has ever been. And he knows exactly what hooks to throw out your way to grab your heart. And talking intimacy like that, there is no better hooks to get me than something like that. So he says, will you be like Moses and turn aside? And then he says, I am waiting there. There is no greater gift. There is no greater purpose than the purpose, than the person. I am. And it was, I believe, the first time in my whole believing life that I ever heard the voice of the Spirit to me say, I am. I am. And he said, what? I am waiting. So I'm just saying, I'm saying to us, he's waiting there. There are new ways for a new era. Part of it is, in the new ways, in the new era, is it is a changing room. I've done a lot of research on metamorphosis. Guys know I can talk for hours, and that's not the purpose today. And I also have a daughter who is a professional model. So I've talked to my youngest daughter, Rachel, about the changing room. The first time you literally, in modeling, you go into the changing room, you have a lot of time of preparation. They do up your makeup. They're very meticulous in your clothing and everything like that. And you go do your runway. You turn around. You come in, 
and then you got about two minutes, maybe, excuse me, to completely undress and put on a new wardrobe. And then the way you come in and the way you go out is not the same at all. And we are in a changing room. And we go through a lengthy preparation. And then when you go into that changing room, you get stripped of exactly some of the things that you just thought that you were prepared with to get represented. And we are in the representation time, a metamorphosis for the purpose of a, re- a representation. Are you, are you getting me? Because we're in a changing room. That's a part of the new ways for the new era. Okay. So, let me go back to a word, and then I have a prophetic act that I want to do. Let's see. This morning, I had a dream. And it said this, your best yesterday will be but a shadow of the brightness of the shining of your glorious future. I think it's worth stating again. This was spoken to me. A lot of my dreams, I see, so in this dream, I see the landscape of Nashville. That's all it is. I see the skyscape of Nashville, and I hear this word. Your best yesterday will be but a shadow of the brightness of the shining of your glorious future. Hey, will you open your heart? I'm going to declare this. I saw a skyscape in a dream this morning of Nashville, and I heard these words. That's why this is a part of my word, a city of light with a bridge of light. Your best yesterday will be but a shadow of the brightness of the shining of your glorious future. Can somebody open their heart and get this word? Will somebody open their heart and get this seed of this word? Your best yesterday will be but a shadow of the brightness of the shining of your glorious future. I declare that over this region and I declare that this region is called to be a city of light. And I declare that people will come here for music, 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 but they will be touched by love, love, love. I declare that people will come here for entrepreneurship, 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 but they will be impacted by compassion, compassion, compassion. You know there are more unchurched believing people in Nashville than there are in any church city in the nation. What are you going to do about it? They are my people also. Remember, I never said, come here. I said, go therefore. I am calling Nashville to come together 
as one people, one body. I am calling you to see through a new set of lens. Yes, look through 2020 vision. I, I, this all came to me this morning and says, read Acts 2020, which I haven't even had time to read. Read Acts 2020. And how I kept nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly, publicly and from house to house. And I taught you publicly and from house to house. So I declare, while it is still 2020, that God's got 2020 vision that he wants to give out today in the name of Jesus. And it is coming together publicly, and it is about coming together house to house in Jesus' name. So I say, in the closing days of 2020, God's got a 2020 vision he is releasing in Jesus' name of us coming together publicly and us coming together in fresh applications of new ways in a new era, of a new wineskin for a new wine, of a birthing of a micro-church with a micro-burst. With a new set of lens. Yes, look through my 2020 lens of Acts 2020. Okay. Hey, stand to your feet and shout amen or something. Now, I have an application, so you can be seated. And uh, I ask now that there be no jealousy. I love giving gifts in five love languages. One of the ways that's one of my primary languages, not only, would be giving gifts. So I felt I was to give some gifts today. In ten categories today, God stretches me. To an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, a woman for Israel, compassion, worship, and prayer. Isn't that interesting? So I'm just doing what he said to do. So I'm going to ask a representative that I felt the Lord wanted me to do. Just come up here and stand. Apostle Phil Dillingham. Come quickly. And this one's going to surprise you. But the Lord told me. For Leanne Albert to come up today as a prophet. Uh, Phil, I want you on this end down here. Because I am declaring you are a prophet. You understand what I'm doing, lady? And, and he, that, that, no, you, you stand, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm designing the furniture in the house. As an evangelist, Shelby Gilmore. As a pastor, this one's the, an exception. It's a double. Jerry Bryant and Mark Lancaster together. Is Steve Fry still here? 
he just left this wonderful man. He was supposed to be my teacher. So, wait, are you going to go? Okay, all right. Then on this side, I want uh, Karen Johnson for Women in Ministry. I want, obviously, Don Finto on Israel. And, obviously, there's so many that, you know, could fit all these categories. I want um, Denise Hughes for compassion. Because that healing, a healing ministry is compassion ministry. I want Rob Frazier for worship. Is he gone? Okay, that's fine. No, I'm not talking about, I was talking about Steve Wright. Okay, uh, so, uh, what's your name? I'm sorry. No, 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 right there. Don, you come up for the teacher. Don what? Cross, 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 yeah, you right here. You, you, you're, you're here by pastor teacher, okay? Excuse me. So, woman, Karen Johnson, Israel Don, compassion, Denise Hughes, worship, Rob Fraser. He works with ACT and prayer, Marion Farah. Okay? Now, you understand there, I mean, I could like do many of you, you understand? But this is just what I have felt directed, okay? So, now I have a application, so you can be seated. And uh, I ask now that there be no jealousy. I love giving gifts. In five love languages, one of the ways that's one of my primary languages, not only, would be giving gifts. So I felt I was to give some gifts today. In ten categories today, God stretches me to an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, a woman for Israel, compassion, worship, and prayer. Isn't that interesting? So I'm just doing what he said to do. So I'm going to ask a representative that I felt the Lord wanted me to do. Just come up here and stand. Apostle Phil Dillingham, come quickly. And this one's going to surprise you, but the Lord told me for Leanne Albert to come up today as a prophet. Phil, I want you on this end down here, because I am declaring you are a prophet. You understand what I'm doing, lady? And and he that, that no you you stand no wait 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 I'm designing the furniture in the house as an evangelist, Shelby Gilmore. As a pastor, this one's the, an exception. It's a double. Jerry Bryant and Mark Lancaster together. Is Steve Fry still here? He just left this wonderful man. He was supposed to be my teacher. So, wait, are you going to go? Okay, all right. 
Then on this side, I want uh, Karen Johnson for Women in Ministry. <clears throat> I want obviously Don Finto on Israel, and obviously there's so many that you know could fit all these categories. I want um, Denise Hughes for Compassion, because that co healing a healing ministry is compassion ministry. I want Rob Frazier for Worship. Is he gone? Okay, that's fine. No, I'm not talking about, I was talking about Steve Fry. Okay, uh, so uh, wh what's your name? I'm sorry. No, 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 right there. Don, you come up for the teacher. What, what, what Don what? Cross, 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 yeah, you right here. You, you, you're, you're here by pastor teacher, okay? Ex excuse me. So woman, Karen Johnson, Israel Don, compassion, Denise Hughes, Worship, Rob Fraser. He works with ACT and prayer, Marion Farah. Okay? Now, you understand there, I mean, I could like do many of you. You understand? But this is just what I have felt directed, okay? So, stretch your hand out. And I'm going to just anoint these, and I'm giving them a gift. And you're not jealous, are you? And I'm giving them each a $50 bill, because I can. I couldn't used to, but I can. And because I want to, because I want to give honor to whom honor is due. And I'm going to anoint them. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> when after I do that, you can come up, and if you want to be prayed for by a teacher, you can come to Don Crossland. If you want to get prayed for by a prophet, you can get prayed for by Leanne. If you want to be prayed for by an apostle, if you want an Israel anointing, if you want prayed for by compassion, if you want, Rob, this is so right that you are here. Because frankly, you need honored in this role in this city. Okay? And I could go down the row and speak a personal word over every single one of you, and I would absolutely love to. Jesus, help me. Okay? Hey, don't disengage right now. Would you please engage? I bless you, Phil, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as an apostle. And I declare over you, it is a jubilee time. And there will be a great increase of the apostolic anointing that is upon your life. And I call you to multiply apostolic leaders in Jesus' name. I speak over you, Leanne, in the name of Jesus. You have been faithful in so many realms. But I speak a prophet anointing upon you. And I call you up in Jesus' name. I say it is a delight to walk with you and talk with you. And say you are my tribe. And I anoint you as a, an evangelist in Jesus' name. To the nations, to the Buddhist, to the Hindu, to the Muslim. And I say, put in the sickle for the harvest is right. Okay, I need you two to change positions. Jerry, 
You are a pastor to pastors. It could be an apostle, but I just declare, you pastor the city. You pastor the city. And you are faithful, faithful, faithful in the name of Jesus. And we love the way you pastor people. Now, now Mark, I'm giving you a $100 bill. And there's a reason. Jerry, Jerry, I need, okay, I want you to hold hands. Because he gets the double. Because Mark gets the double. Now, I could do that with a whole bunch of people, okay? But Mark, you get the double in Jesus' name. And I yoke you together in Jesus' name. And I'm going to go governmental right now. I declare in 2021, it is a time of a transfer. And there is a leadership mantle. Oh, God. That is coming upon you, Mark. And it is... I have a son in the faith in Kentucky. He just wrote a book called Budding Prophets. Well, I declare budding apostle in Jesus' name. And I declare it is time for a, uh, um, it's, it's a, like a, it's really co-ownership in WCA. And you lead, lead, lead in Jesus' name. I declare that the Lord is going to reward you for your years of serving and that mentoring dimension. And I speak teach, 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 and mentor well in Jesus' name. I just honor you as in so many realms of women in leadership and pioneering. I just say, do not quit. Do not ever quit. The Lord's going to establish you in a, in this is like, I think my art already being it, but a new facility, and it's going to go so well in Jesus' name. And I just honor you in the name of Jesus, and you already have picked your disciples, but in the name of Jesus, it's going to multiply. The discipling anointing will multiply in Jesus' name. And I thank you in the name of the Lord for the compassion anointing that is upon your life. And I say to you, this is all about multiplying, guys. This is about multiplying. And I speak a multiplication of equipping of compassion, healing, anointing of the heart. Of the heart, but of the soul. The Lord is going to give you some new keys, some new tools, some new understanding of knitting the soul of how to knit the soul as the heart is made whole. So I bless you, and I honor you. I've got to find another piece of money, okay? <laughs> okay. I anoint you in the name of Jesus, Rob, for your years. You are a pillar. Sometimes you don't know that you are. And it says, and signs will follow those who believe. It says that we're not supposed to turn around and look for them. Okay, but I just say you are a pillar of worship and integrity in this city, and I set you apart for that purpose in Jesus' name. Hold on, Marion. Okay, can you take, I got to like get in my man bag, okay? <clears throat> well, guess what, Marion? Where'd my oil go? No, Marion, I know. I know I'm, I'm Marion, I know I'm good. Okay? And, you, and you know you're good. You get a double too, okay? okay. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, some of these people are, you know, like sons and daughters in the faith to me, okay? I say, you could, oh God, shoot, here. 
I bless you in the name of Jesus to make disciples. To make disciples. And to bear fruit. Some bear 30-fold. Some bear 60-fold. And some bear 100-fold. And this next year, you're going to bear 100-fold fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I open it. Uh, Jerry, it's like, come one, come all, come up, get prayed for by whosoever. Amen. 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 Thank you, James. We want you to come up. One last thing before we do that. I think, James, we have a word for you, too. Okay, so, James. No, I was thinking about James this morning, and, I mean, just so many words came into my mind, like, you know, you're probably the most creative person I have ever met in the body of Christ. And, and, and no... Yes, and, but you're fearless. You're out of the box. You are an enigma. You're, you're multifaceted. And I heard the Lord say you're a trendsetter so, because you're not afraid. So you step out and you've really impacted the world because you do things that other people really wish they could do and they're afraid. And so what you said today is powerful, but the, that's not the word I have for you. Because I, the Lord gave me a word, and it's right out of the Scripture and I'm just going to read seven verses. I'm, I'm, I always rush through everything because I always think I'm in a hurry. But it's Psalm 21. And the Lord said, this is, this is my son. And he told me, he said, I call him in heaven the king. That you are now the king in the earth. And that you and, and David, King David, are, you're a king and a prophet. You know, David was so creative, writing all the psalms, such a creative man. But he said, this is the psalm for James. It says, the king shall have joy in your strength, 21, O Lord, and in your salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. And the Lord was speaking to me. He said, there was a time when you wanted to go on because you know it's better in heaven because you've been there. But he said, you are now king that now you are king. You're not going to be king. You're now king in the earth. As you go in 2021, you, you have power to decree. Whatever you say, God said, I'm going to back you up, but I gave you your heart's desire. So apparently you got, and God talked, and he must have said, I'm going to make you a king, and you said, I'll stay here because of that. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. I'm not going to mention the person's name. It's a high-level seer. I've met with a couple of years ago. We had never met. And they knew I visited heaven. Because I literally almost died. And I went to heaven and I was sent back. And this person didn't know anything about this. And this person told me this. You went to heaven, didn't you? I said, yeah. They said, you could have stayed, and you would have been celebrated as a priest, and that would have been wonderful. But you were sent back to be, become a king and become a king maker. And she didn't know, this person didn't know, I went to heaven, I was sent back with a new commission. So you have now just confirmed 
what that other person shared with me. So thank you. Just, just thank you. But here's the, the rest that said, you didn't withhold the request of his lips, whatever you and the Lord talked about. But he said, for you meet him. And God, I, I've, this came so heavy in my spirit this morning. He said, I have met with him and I'm meeting with him with the blessings of goodness. Like there is just Deuteronomy 28 is all over you. And he said, you set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life from you and you gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. Two scriptures left. His glory is great in your salvation. Honor and majesty you have placed on him. Like the kabod of God, the heavy, weighty, the majesty, the king and prophet. And it says, for the king trusts in the Lord. James trusts in God, King James. And through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. So that is, I really can say, thus saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Would you extend your hand just to agree with this today? As the Lord has spoken, may it be. In Jesus' name. I want to honor what James has offered. If you want to come for prayer from any of these gift mixes or anybody that God directs you to, blessed Christmas season to each and every one of you. Thank you for being here today. God bless.